in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're going to review the third season of Apple TV Plus psychological horror streaming show, Servant, uh, which was created by Tony Baskalop and executive produced by the one and only M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, who serves as kind of like the showrunner for this. Uh, and this is a show that we took a dive into last year. We actually did full-on like YouTube reviews for each episode, but we knew season three was coming up. We had to get a watch in and see what is happening with our beloved family, uh, if you want to call it beloved. Uh, but before we continue with this, this is your spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Season two, I think we both agreed that the show, although it has some great creepy elements and there's some really cool ways that they continue to use the camera, being that most of the show takes place in the one big ass house, uh, you know, you have to kind of get a little inventive with not making it feel a little, you know, overdone or whatever. We were excited to see season three. It definitely left on a good cliffhanger. And this is ultimately going to be a four season series in completion. So this is the penultimate season uh, before we get our fourth and final season. But Taylor, obviously Dorothy and Sean, who are married, Julian, Dorothy's brother, and their babysitter, who's really taken uh, the life back into Jericho. Uh, and again, for those who are kind of re-catching up with the show, the baby of Jericho, who is Sean and Dorothy's son, uh, did die in an incident in the show. And then there was this whole situation with a fake doll that kind of helps you with the grieving process. And then at some point, this babysitter shows up and the baby is alive again. So we've had this whole theme going on with, you know, how we accept grief, how we kind of give into the fantasy. But we had this whole character in season two of the uncle who showed up and then Aunt Josephine. Uh, creepy, creepy characters and always very gross. Never take a shower. Yeah, um, always gross. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what were your thoughts going into season three? Uh, you know, I think there was a lot of good stuff in this season that kept me a little more at pace of wanting to see the next episode and excited for how they're going to end the show. I agree. I think we both were on the same page that last season dragged a lot of times and we were like, we were chugging along like, okay, there's going to be a payoff. And I think what's great about the show is we are constantly, there's, there's still so many questions. We don't know what's going on uh, with Leanne. We don't know if she's really, I mean, we're, we're safely assuming she's a supernatural force that it's able so we see that she's affecting everything around her from the house that's literally falling apart to everyone around her and we still don't know much about the cult this group of people that kind of revered her used her and so i think how it ended we were like okay i'm, I'm pretty pumped where this is gonna go but this season kept me glued every episode there was something going on and i was kind of like it was kind of interesting the character of leanne she's been this kind of meek a character and this season she really kind of came out of her shell like i'm not going to be pushed around anymore and i was terrified of her every episode i didn't know what she was going to do next yeah after being you know 
locked up in the the attic a few times. And remember, there was the whole episode in season two where Dorothy would always come in at like 2 a.m. and smack the shit out of her and stuff. This season felt like she was definitely taking back the house. And there's there's there was a great pace of danger in this season because now that the cult is out there, anyone can be a member. And Leanne's very much like, we can't go outside. The doors need to be locked. You know, they do so many great shots of her looking and seeing like if the door is just open because someone's coming in, someone can run at any moment. Yeah. And a great addition of that, the Turners were taking more precautions, obviously the baby, but then they had the security system, which I love that creepy element where like, oh, let's run back the tape. And so there's a lot of like where they're like monitoring outside of the house, inside the house. And you got to love how M. Night Shyamalan, you know, showrunner, obviously not directing every episode, but the cinematography where we've been in this house, so you have that claustrophobia, but how many different angles can they do with this house? It's always something new, you know, which I love. <laughs> and it's a big house. I mean, this is like a three, four story house, you know, and they do continue to make it like you don't know what's going to be around the corner. Uh, there's always bugs everywhere. You know, there's a big uh, infestation of bees at one point in the show, and then at one point, uh, we're getting like moths and and little like maggots and things, termites. Oh my god! There's yeah. cracks in the wall. There's still that thing in the basement of how the basement is basically like sinking. There's like a yeah. whole you know sink pool. <laughs> it's like we can't fill up this hole. You're still not gonna fix that. Um, and again, yes, we're we're always wondering: is this something because she has some supernatural uh, thing going on with her because of her being brought up in this cult? The cult members can be anywhere, and are they possibly on the attack? And then we get introduced to a whole new element of there is these very similar-looking, dirty, homeless people that are starting to make a camp right outside of the park, which is right outside their, their big home. And it naturally comes off in a fear of, oh, one of them is a cult member, and they're trying to it because they always seem to be coming close to Leanne and like trying to talk to her, um, but we find out that they're actually they're actually on Leanne's side and they're almost like new cult members. Like a new sect. Like they're like, cause I like there's this line where like you stood up to them and you survived. And then they're like, so then they basically revere her so that she creates her own cult. And it's kind of creepy because then she's like, oh, I have new power now. So not only is there this thing that she can affect, you know, supernaturally other people, but now she's like, taking this like now i have this because there's this part where she gets attacked by what we think are cult members and all of a sudden we're like then she walks away and she's like oh i'm fine everything's okay and then you see in these flashbacks oh these guys protected her the homeless people took the cult members and killed them yeah and like brutally uh which i thought was exciting it was because it was i the way that they shot it it was actually over two episodes that you saw what actually happened i actually thought that leanne did it herself uh, but we found out that she was protected. And so there's that whole element there, which is really interesting because we are afraid that the cult members could be anywhere. And even in the first episode, someone has broken into the house and is looking for her diary. And again, just these shots of a door open, a window open. We never know what's going on. We still have the continued craziness of the brilliant Lauren Ambrose as Dorothy, who just continually is so mentally just deranged in this show. I don't know how she sustains this throughout these seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy to watch her performance because she's so always on edge. She always wants to do what she thinks is best for Jericho, which often isn't always the best. Uh, and she feels like she's being attacked from every angle. And there actually was more of, yeah, I feel like a lot of this season was 
her trying to be like, I want to commit Leanne. I, I, she, you know, she calls upon her dad and her dad has a psychologist friend who wants to see. And we actually find out that it's actually the opposite. They actually think that Dorothy is crazy. Well, and that's like, that was like, that was such a, cause this is towards the pen, penultimate episode. And, um, there's this interesting thing and in kind of going back to that, um, going back to the beginning of the season and, and forward and back, we've got Julian and Sean, her husband and brother um, there. It's been interesting from the very beginning. Sean was very wary of Leanne and for the whole time, you know, Dorothy was all like, you know, Leanne. And then, you know, this back and forth, which I think is very interesting. She, and it's, it's a weird feeling, and I don't know if you share this. I don't want her to face her trauma, but I do, because she has been so warped from the beginning when her baby had died, and she then they had this reborn doll. So it's like, oh, this is like my, you know, getting over this, and then we get the the doll becomes a baby again, which I don't know. We never know if that is actually like, is that Jericho reborn? What what is it? So and then she's like, it's fine. And then when the baby gets replaced with doll again, it's like, oh my god, where's my? So it's just this weird thing. And then there's this one moment where. She tries to send Leanne away and the baby is gone. It's a doll again. She's trying to send Leanne away to camp for two months. And in the process of Leanne just being out on the doorstep, they cannot find Jericho. Jericho is back to being a doll. They keep hearing crying and crying and they're breaking walls. They're smashing doors and cabinets. You know what it has like that vibe it felt for me was very like Edgar Allan Poe, like the telltale heart kind of stuff. You can't know what's it. And then eventually Leanne comes back inside and she's like, He's sleeping in his crib and they go up and he's alive in the crib back to normal. So there is something about the supernatural element that has to be there. But even I thought it was a cool element this season was Julian's kind of on the quest to try to find if he can test a DNA hair from Jericho and Dorothy to see if they actually are a match. But then in his process, he actually got the wrong hair. He got a hair from one of her friends. Uh, so that's still undetermined of, is Jericho that we know now, is that Leanne's baby? Is that someone else? You know, why did she find a need to go into this family in the first place? Another element to the show that I think has always been really interesting is, and we've talked about before, the way that they use food in this show is a beautiful thing, but also a gross thing. They yeah, constantly very- have these shots where Sean, who is a professional chef, he's constantly cooking these amazing meals but it's the preparation. Sometimes the way they have meat out and, or like other devices, there's just always a use of food and wine. That's like, sometimes it, it gives into the creep factor. I think in this show, I wasn't expecting. Well, and there was a lot of grotesque moments in this one where we're getting some mutilation and, and even more. And I, I love this one scene uh, where someone uh, losing appendage, uh, how it's set up. It's almost like it's got the final destination kind of thing where all these little things are, happening that like people aren't aware of and like it causes an accident or something like that and like so which is really which is really interesting to wonder also some of these characters is there a spell put on people because you see julian and sean are like kind of on leanne's side like she's gonna stay here and yeah it's just i just really love that one scene where it's like oh my god did that just happen and almost like leanne's influencing it like we love tony Ravolori and this is toby who is uh sean's uh, you know, chef, second chef there, if you will, helps him out with the cooking. He brings over uh, a girlfriend at that point, and she's very aggressive. She keeps yelling at Toby, like, like, don't mess this up for me. This is my chance to work with a potential Michelin star chef. And at one point, she slips. Uh, some soup falls on the floor, and she slips, and her finger 
gets caught in this little hook that's on the sink and she has a ring on and she's like gets up and she sees her entire finger has been severed off and the finger went to the drain and they of course put the thing on and toby's just spilled with blood so that relationship is obviously done um but another great moment that was very creepy was dorothy has continually tried to get back into the spotlight as a news reporter which is her main job but because of her wanting to really be protective of jericho stay at home she continually has to not take these jobs well one of her friends if you will who is actually trying to get information on her leanne sees that this is a threat and she has taken this job where there's a news story where a huge shootout's going on a police shootout some criminals and we see her on the news story she's like we're actually here live and boom she gets shot right in the head on live tv yeah (laughs) and that could have been dorothy and they all kind of turn and look at leanne and she's like what a shame. Like, it's kind of creepy. Oh, like, she has like a little smile. Like she's like, did she know? And it, there was a whole moment where she had brought the, the news reporter lady had brought the donuts over. And so she took the donuts and like tough. I was like, this is creepy stuff. So there's this moment of, which I think will be ultimately explained in season four of what actually Leanne is, what her powers are, if whatever. But the, the way that this season ended with, Again, we're we're getting the sense now that everyone's kind of turning on Dorothy, uh, that she's not doing what's best for Jericho. She's losing it. She's attacking Leanne. Sean and Julian are definitely on Leanne's side for you know their their reasons. But we also have we had you know the private detective. We had Matthew, who's Julian's friend, who was kidnapped in season two by the cult. He actually has been working with the Cole the whole time. Oh, we have this great reveal because we we thought that he had been. Uh, well, he it was very you know left open with Uncle George where he like basically was trying to take her out and all of a sudden he's like ah the demon and he like leaves and he gets hit by a car. We don't see what happens to him. And then he's so still we're thinking, alive. yeah, and he's coming in with like the all white. He's an all white, all white, and I just love his his shot of saying, uh, the plan's already happening the end the rot is happening from inside the house and there was this great beautiful shot where you know we've had a lot of bugs and stuff this whole season but there's this moment where dorothy is actually trying to escape she is set up to i'm going to leave with jericho and in the process of doing that of course doesn't end up happening she's at a balcony on the like second third floor third floor i think it was uh with jericho and the wood gives way and leanne manages to grab jericho and Dorothy falls, hits herself like three different times. And oh, lands on the God. Floor. One of the most brutal falls I've like, you know, you see these falls like, oh, I think I hadn't seen a brutal thing like that in, on TV or cinema probably since, you know, we watched um, uh, Cobra Kai when, he, when uh, you know, Miguel fell. So like that was like you felt every fall. And I feel like M. Night Shyamalan, like we, I'd see, having seen like movies like old and, and like, so that was just like, what the heck? And it's just. It just pandemonium and you just end and you see Dorothy still conscious or conscious, excuse me. I can't speak. Looking up at Leanne. Yeah, looking up and then Leanne just kind of staring down at her. Holding Jericho. Yeah. Like my baby. So, I mean, it, yeah, it definitely, I feel like this season, they up the danger, they up the, the tense, like what's going to happen? Who's going to be around the corner? We still have this whole, you know, and Josephine's bodies in the freaking walls, uh, all gross looking. There's so many elements that I'm like, they're going to continue to play up. And I can't wait to see what happens in season four. I think they uh, definitely 
they they brought up the game for this season and I'm excited to see how they end the show. So for me, I'm going to go ahead and give season three servant an eight out of 10 for me. You know what? I'm going to give it the same way. I, I'm probably for the same reason. Everything you said, I thought this was the most tense season and I cannot wait to see how they're going to wrap up. Uh, still so many questions to answer and only 10 episodes left to do it. So who knows? Is Dorothy going to make it? Is she going to ever come to grips with what's happening? And uh, is that house going to fall apart? We do not know. We will see. We will see. But you can go back and watch the first three seasons of Servant on Apple TV+. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.